touch. That certainly didn't go to the required on the left. Amble was so clever, so good. And Murphy is it. What a goal for the Blues. The young and the old together. The ground and there it is. Paulson, McGovern again. Oh, yes. This to give Carlton the lead. They're in front. The Blue Boys. Stopping and dropping. Pitch gets in. And the table here is gone. And you can put down the glasses. It's an amigo. It's an amigo that will finish it off. Kick it, Jeffrey. He does. Carlton are on their way to Sydney. G'day Blue Baggers and welcome back to Season 2 of the Blues Footy Podcast. It's a pleasure to be here, your host Jed Zetzer, alongside my co-host Harrison Harmons. Bolt, welcome back, another year, another season. Zoot, it's great to see you, mate. It's, it's well, I haven't seen you since last season. No, <laughs> steady. Well, no, we haven't seen you in a while though, because for those of you who don't know and don't follow the great man, You've had your tennis hat on for the last few weeks. Yes, I've had my tennis hat on. It's been a hectic month, but... uh, Keeps you busy over the off-season. Taking the tennis hat off and chuck the Carlson hat back on. Which we love to see. Yes, yes. Well, we had a win today. Comprehensive. 14-11-95 over Essendon. 11-8-74. Our very own John O'Burrough, who we've had on the show several times in Season 1, has been good enough to join us. John O... And I tell you what, just firstly, it's great to actually be able to do this with you in person after last year, due to COVID, having to do it over Zoom. Welcome into the studio. Oh, I was going to say, it's great to actually do this with you with you guys in person, but we're not actually in the studio. We're actually recording this one in my car. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, but nice, nice and tight, so we're really getting in yeah. getting in tight together. But, we... but uh, had, a, some, it, had some disruptions in the home. Yeah, yes. Had some disruptions, but nonetheless, it's a pleasure to be here with Too you Too much guys noise today. going on in our, <laughs> and, in and our a, studio. And another so. first, you were actually at the footy today. Yes, so... I was, yes. So one of the... Um, one of the very few media guys, well, media people to be allowed in the gates at Icon Park to witness a very, very competitive, free-flowing game of football. And we, free-flowing with a capital F, I reckon. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you often say you can't really gauge too much from yeah. these practice preseason style games where everyone's going at roughly about 75, 80%. But just from looking at it from a Carlton perspective today, it looked as if the team that ran out against Essendon today, maybe give or take three or four, that looked like it will be the team that will run out round one. Yep. I think I think you're right. Uh, there's a couple that we were missing that, you know, probably won't play round one either, but that we can get in later in the year. But yeah, as I said, 14-11-95, defeating the arch rivals 11-8-74. Paddy Dow on the score sheet with two goals. Zach Fisher, Harry McKay, Mark Pittenet and... Yeah, those all had two, and then Cripps, Cunningham, Martin, Murphy, Nunes, and Williams with singles each. Great to see Zach Williams get on the scoreboard. Yeah, he played. He played. He played well. I I, I think he started. He started quicker than he ended. He started in the centre, got the first yeah. centre clearance of the game, which yes. is fantastic to see. It just warms the cockles of every Blues <laughs> fans who needs um who who have been crying out for that support for Patrick Cripps in the yeah. middle of the ground, and it really is something that. We needed to see, and he started very, very well, linking up, started in the middle with Walsh and Patrick Cripps, and that was the combination for most of the first half. They ended up rotating around a fair few players through the middle of the ground there. Yeah, 
Now, Jono, when we look at the match report on the Carlton website, Paddy Dow, Adam Saad, Patrick Cripps, Liam Jones, Mark Pittenet, Zach Fisher and Sam Walsh were named amongst the best on ground. Would you agree with that? And can you give us your top five from today, seeing as you were there at Icon Park and you had the best view to be able to uh, tell us who was best on ground? Well, if they were keeping stats, Adam Saad would Adam Saad would have absolutely stuffed the stat sheet. He, he would have hit like, forty. I reckon. He, he yeah. looked like he was carrying his own ball. Plenty of his customary run. So and was dash. he best on? Would, close to. Would have liked to see Adam Saad hit a few more targets by forty. Was a bit sketchy and patchy in the first half of the game, but nonetheless was very very creative, driving a lot of the play off half back and. Was spoke a lot of the talks been around the new rules. He's definitely yeah. a real beneficiary of that because what you were seeing today is you had the likes of Sam Doherty and Petrovsky season and Will Setterfield getting the ball across the half back flank line flank, really controlling it and then giving the quick hands yep. off to Adam Saad, who just take off and really set up the rest of the play. So, so, you're, not so allowed, you're not allowed to cover that space anymore. So it's so easy for Saad to get so, those so hands off. So these rules are going to be big for Saad. Yeah, they're going to be big and for those for those types of players. And I think particularly in the way that we want to play is that we want to have speed on the ball and we want to have quick ball movement, getting it inside 50, deep and deep quality entries into the key forwards in Harry Mackay, Mitch McGovern. Charlie Kernow eventually. Yeah. And that that's the way that we want to play. So it is definitely going to be beneficial towards us and particularly to Adam Saad. Saad is going to be crucial to how Carlton want to play this year. I, I watched the entire game at work today. So you had to kind of, you know, keep your cool and just try and watch the game in a bit of silence. The only thing I can say about Adam Saad is he bounces the ball at very inopportune Did I times. not say this though? He bounces the... <laughs> Just, there's sometimes where he doesn't need to bounce the ball, and he does. And it, 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 I've said it, that it though. even gets me. It was getting me jumpy at the desk today. But um, no, nah, he he was superb. He's going to add so much to Carlton, Adam Saad. Yeah, um, we, yeah. we haven't really had a player like it. You know, no. Andrew Walker showed shades of it, but I don't think anyone is consistently as that with their ball movement yeah. and arrangement. And he, he's a, exactly the type of player we looked that irrepressible Carlton, with the ball, Carlton need. And we looked yeah. fantastic. We looked yeah. fantastic on transition. There's a transition in the third quarter where Dow wins the centre clearance. Quick hands off to Adam yeah. Saad, who streams through the middle of the ground and hits Patrick Cripps, who's resting forward in the goal square, who goes and kicks a go-ahead goal. Yeah. That's the that's the pinpoint that's, yeah. blueprint play of how Carlton will look to play this For year. For sure. Now, I'm going to throw some names at both of you, seeing as, Jono, you were there, and Harrison, you also watched the full match. Uh, and I want you both to give me ratings out of 10 on their performances today. Now, I didn't tell you I was going to do this, so I'm putting you majorly on the spot here, but I'm not going to throw many names at you, just a handful. The first one is Paddy Dow. What do you give him out of 10, Jono? And I just want a rating. No explanation, just just a rating out of 10. No, I don't <laughs> See, with Paddy now, I need to explain. <laughs> Let's see Jono's rating first, oh. then I'll have your rating, and then I'll give you both an opportunity to explain. I'll give him an eight, just for today. Okay. On, on today's now, today's efforts alone, he gets an eight. Today's alone, boss? I was also going to say an eight, okay. based on this, but all I'm going to say on Paddy Dow is, today's performance should not change anyone's opinion, for the good or the worse, what they think of Paddy Dow as an AFL footballer. That's all I'll say. I'm not going to disagree. You know what I mean? I'm not going to disagree. I I disagree. I'm not going to disagree entirely. I agree with the sentiment that yes, it is a practice game. Not everyone's going at a hundred percent. 
But days like today and performances like today for someone like a Paddy Dow, who everything that you hear has been having an amazing preseason. Everyone's really happy with him just from looking at him close up yep. today. He looked... A he bit, did look great. He looked great. He looked a bit thicker through the hips, a lot stronger, got his sidestep going. There's more confidence. There's a thought, lot more yeah. confidence. And he's an instinctive type of player. He's someone who can really take off, take a sidestep, and really burst his way through. So days like today should fill him with the type of confidence that he can take that form into the season proper and go and, on. And I don't know... Like, today obviously did a good enough job to make him... to press his claims for the starting 22. For sure. But it's a matter to see how he goes next week against St Kilda for as well. And, and look... I think it's pretty common knowledge. I don't like Paddy Dow, and that's not to say I don't not want to see him but, succeed. But I'd, I'd I do say, want to see I'd him be a most good player. I just say as well would, would agree with you, you in you, saying that they might not think. Prop, no. I want to rephrase that for you. I think you meant to say you don't like the way he plays. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know him personally. No, no, I'm but not but saying yeah, personally because yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't like because it's. I I think that if Dow played, if Dow played well. You, it's different. I think it's more the way he goes about it. I just, you, you don't like. I just, there's not. I just don't think he's got many strengths. That's just me. I, and, I'm and, gonna... and, and, and I'm not saying he. Of course, I want to see him be a good player because if Paddy Dow's going to be an excellent player, uh, Carlton's going to. You know, we're going to get another premium midfielder in there. We're going to look like a completely different team. So it's you know, I'm, we're all rooting for Paddy Dow, but as we stand here right now, in terms of input, you know, output. Sorry, at AFL level. There's not much. Today was a great step forward. Today was great. He hit the scoreboard, which is massive. So, so let me give my opinion yeah. here. Go for it. 2017, he put 18, in... 2018. 18 was 18 was year one. No, that game against St Kilda yeah, at Icon. Okay. Yeah. So that year... JLT, 18. JLT, he played St Kilda at Icon, tore it to shreds. It was no, unbelievable. T- today was way better than that. And what I'm yeah. saying is, in 2018... At the end of 2018, the three of us would have all said Paddy Dow is going to be a pretty good player. So he, he so his looked, first year was he, good. He, he had the rising he, star nom. He, he he put on display his you know capabilities and looked pretty good. 2019 and 20 and 2020, sorry, was not great. We didn't see any development. We sort of we were crying out for Dow. Granted, granted, last year was up in the hub. Very, but everyone was playing in the everyone same conditions. was playing in the in the same conditions. But he was he got injured just before the season restart. Rehab was a little bit slow. Didn't really have regular match practice and match play up in the hub. No, and so then, that's fair. And then that's got fair. then got injured again. So is that a couple of years where it's been like the point I'm trying okay. to make? It's a basic. It's just like kicking technique. But the point <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is 2018 preseason. He had a really good game. Ended up being indicative of the season he had. Was pretty good that year. 2019, 2020, he didn't do anything in the preseason. We didn't see him much during the year. He wasn't great. And hopefully in 2021, this performance is going to be indicative of his season to come. I, 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 I hope ho- I eat my words. I hope so. I, Today I, was a great I don't step think, forward. I don't think he'll play round one. Oh, as in if, if you, but, so Pretty if you, hard to leave him out it's after a, it, today. I agree. And, and, even, and even if he got... He'd want to go well against St Kilda. He'd want to, be, he'd want to prove if he, more If he plays anything. well against St Kilda, he'll play first. How can you not pick him? Was he that good today? You think he was that good that it but, earns him but, a place? We, we've, just, we've, well, we've just spoken about confidence. So if he's going to play like that, and if he plays, you know, a half decent performance against St Kilda, I think it's okay. That's fair enough. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, almost, I'm playing devil's yeah, advocate. I know, here. I know. You're almost killing him by not playing him. We'll move on from Dow, though. Yeah, no, we we had to talk about him because he is, he is he, the he, hottest he, talking he point is. after today. Mm. 
Now, talk to me. I'm going to ask you, Harrison, first about Mark Pitonet. Kicked two goals, played what I thought was a really good game. What yep. are you, What is your opinion? Because obviously Tom DeConning's out. Yep. He's not going to play round one. Can we rely on Pitonet? And could he potentially, you know, be our premier ruckman in the season? Or is DeConing going to come in and so, slot straight back oh, in? I think if both are playing, DeConing's definitely my number one seed. And I said it last year, I didn't love when they both played together. Yeah, I prefer a combination of one of them and Casbolt, but um, yeah, Pitonet hit the scoreboard again today. He played well. Pitonet was more than serviceable last year. He played some really good games. Like, oh, I think he in... polled coaches' votes in five or six games last year. No, so it's in first he's half of last year he was unbelievable. You know, he's definitely able for the level. Pitonet is he? Is he gonna? He's not gonna. He's never gonna be a superstar, but he's definitely gonna. You know. Put his head over the footy. He's gonna, you know, bend down. He'll give you a presence in the rucks. I've got no issue with hitting that plane. His big, his that big presence that you need is that yeah. big hulking ruckman. Uh, is, uh, is he a bit like Ben McAvoy? Is he a bit like old yeah, school Darren a, he's Jolly? Like, like, he's old school. Throw like, your body around, and if he get gets his chance, gets a chance to get his hand to get his hands up to the highest point, he's gonna take the mark yeah. because he's massive. Um, in terms of his game, his game, his was a real game of two halves. I thought Draper absolutely killed him in the first half, just from being there live yeah. at the ground. The second half is when he, well, second half is when he really started getting into it, pushed forward a little bit more, kicked two goals, which he yeah. didn't manage to do at all yeah, last I, year. I don't think he kicked a goal last well, year. Yeah. In, well, interesting point. And in watching him going back and take that set shot, he really tried, and he, both of his shots, bear in mind, were from directly yeah. in front, and he tried to get as much height on the ball as possible. They nearly sailed through post height, which is some, <laughs> something... daylights out of it. Li- literally tried to guide it through, and if that's the way that he has to do it, fantastic, Pito, because you need Ruckman who can kick goals. So, for me... Uh, that if, technique's kind of worked with Casbold a bit. Yeah, it has, and you know yeah. what? You know what? For, for me, I'm kind of the same as you. I think Tom DeConing... When fit, he's the number one ruckman. I think he's the few. Deconan gets me the most excited about yeah. any of our young players. Well, he's got the most upside on our list. Yeah. He's still raw, but you can see the way he's building up his, sure. his body. He's got the spring. He's got the jump. He can turn on a dime, yeah. which for a two hundred centimeter player is absolutely fantastic, and you crave them. Yeah. Now. Moving forward, so we've got St Kilda. Is that next Saturday? Thursday. Next Thursday. Thursday. Sorry, okay, so we're already a week away from it. Interesting omission from today's team was Matt Kennedy. Now, Jono, have you heard anything? Was he Was he maybe, did he maybe pick up an injury in the last week? Can we expect to see him against St Kilda? Because he's one who's, you know, played a fair bit of football in the last two seasons. He has, but he's, he's mainly come in as that depth player. And I think today, and... We, it was mentioned in the press a few few days before the game that Carlton wanted to put out a relatively strong side, which is going to mimic the round one side. I don't think Matt Kennedy is in Carlton's best twenty-two at the no, start of the no, year. He is no. when he when he played last year, he came in, he filled a role, he was a but I mean, serviceable depth depth type player. Now, obviously, missing out today when it's a practice game. I, I just and, don't know why he wasn't. Why would they not pick him in the team? Like I, you'd, I, have to, you'd have to ask someone. I'm just, who's I'm, more I'm just, I'm actually well, they, wondering. So we, we only picked 26 players. So it was an extended bench. As in, who drops so, out? So we played 26. Well, as, for, as in you for, could have picked as many as you want. Yeah. For reference and for context for um, all the listeners out there, we played roughly about 26 players today, Carlton. Yep. We had um, most of the senior listed guys, minus the injured few and the first year players, and there were the two train-ons in Oscar McDonald and Callum Moore. 
Oscar McDonald had a pretty interesting game. Um, came straight onto the field and straight into the ruck. Um, so it's like it's like I remember there was a game in I think two thousand and seven. We played Collingwood at the G, and I remember for the first time ever, Satanta helped and ran straight into the ruck. He started the game in the ruck, and I remember was, like, did he debut that day? I don't think so. Maybe no. he did. Satanta maybe he did debut in the ruck. No, nah, he did debut in like five. I don't know. It was his first game in the ruck though, and I just remember looking around and like everyone was like, what? It's a bit like that. Oscar McDonald in the ruck. Yeah, yeah. it was interesting. I uh, Look, I, I don't know. What uh, are we, uh, Richmond? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Wouldn't mind to be Richmond. But getting back on track, we, we went through about 26 players. Most of our team played the majority of the game. We, it was only the fourth quarter when we started pulling guys off and some other guys went on. So, so tell, m- us, tell us who played... Minimal game time today. So, Michael, the, th- the three that really played minimal game time were um, Michael Gibbons came on at the start of the fourth quarter. Lockie O'Brien came on only at the start of the fourth quarter. But both, both of them didn't really have much of a run around. Liam Stocker only played the last 10 minutes of the fourth quarter, which was interesting as well. I thought, he, I thought they really wanted to give him a bit more of a run around. But as Dale Amos said after the game to the press conference... There was no reserves game today, so the players that didn't play today had a run around after yep. the seniors had a run. Next week, there will be not only the St Kilda Amy series game, I think it's called at the moment, but there'll also be a reserves game, and everyone on the list should be available Playing to have point. a run. So okay. Levi will play at some level. Mitch McGovern will play at Betts, some level. which is great. Cause... Eddie Betts should play at some level. So, so essentially, just for those listening... Uh... Well, that's ahead of schedule, firstly, for McGovern. It is. He's come up really well. Uh, but those, like playing round for those one. listening, the players who are going to be unavailable round one from, I mean, what we've heard and what we can assume is Charlie Kernow, Tom DeConning, uh, Caleb Marchbank, and... Brody Kemp. Brody, Brody Kemp. Kemp. So those four, well, I mean, three of them are huge. Three yeah. of them are huge. Well, two of, two of them are huge in... Kernow uh, and Kernow and, and DeConning. Those are huge. Marchbank, I mean, I... He's uh, an unknown commodity. Can I, can I just say something? With Caleb Marchbank, I actually think it's getting borderline... It's becoming borderline ridiculous. I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not saying any. this is anyone's fault. It's... Compl- I mean, it's not anyone's fault at the club, but it's... I don't know if it's unlucky or what the word is, but it's borderline ridiculous. Are we ever going to see this guy? Like, we've... like. I wouldn't be complaining if the club didn't hype him up so much, but they keep hyping him up. Whenever he gets back training and whenever he gets close, they hype it up on the socials. It's like, you know, they tease us. I mean, are we ever going to see him? And, 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 should, and should they be hyping him up so much for a guy who's actually just never gets on the park? The club hypes him up because and teases us because March Bank... To to his credit, he's a bloody good player when he's on the park, and he teases us with his, with glimpses of his ability. It's unfortunate his body's made out of a bit of tish, tissue paper and paper mache. It just keeps on breaking down on him, and it cruels him. It cruels all of us. He's a very good player, Marchbank. I've said many times. I think he's got a place in our back six. It's a matter of. He's an unknown commodity. He's, it's his seventh year on the list I now. Just, played less seventh, than fifty games. Oh, yeah, in I know. Total. Yeah. yeah. So it's. I just get very, and, and I'll say it. I think this year. I mean, he's clearly not fit for round one. If it gets to a point at some point in the year where he maybe does become fit, I don't want to know about it. I don't want them to pump it up on socials like they usually do. I don't want all these posts Ooh. about him. I just want to see him. 
but don't play you, in the VFL. Don't, you don't talk about it. Don't tell club. us. No, no, we do. No, we do want. We want. We want them to tell us. Transparency. We want them to tell us he's available. But you don't need to go above Jed, and beyond with all these social media we don't, posts. We don't want him running out the banner for his first session back at Icon Park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the point but, I'm trying to make. Just uh, look, for keep me, it under the wraps a little bit. Just chuck him in the VFL. Do you not think, looking at today, the back line, I just wouldn't tinker with it. Like today, the oh, back line in, is a full strength. That's the other thing. Plowman, Jones, Wiedering, Doherty, Petrovsky. Seedon played well today, I thought, which is mm. good to see. Oh, the is, other big is one is out boy? is Newman. That's the other big one. Well, yeah, Newman's Huge. out for a while. I, I was months. disappointed that to is, see that. That is yeah. an enormous it was a, it loss. It was a big loss. Williamson and from and from all reports, Nick Newman played well in the um, intra-club the other week. So, like very, Newman. very disappointing I think Newman's a pivotal him. part of our team. Before we wrap it up, the other one I just wanted to touch on, because he played a bit of an indifferent game today, was Jack Silvani. Yes. Yes, so, great call. So, he was... He was Where did he in. play? So he, he it's was, a big year for him as well. It's a it's, massive year for Jack. But uh, as I was saying to... we heard um, all those rumours about him potentially wanting to leave. So, uh, so I, I was saying to someone before the game, I'm not as worried about Jack going into this year. As much as it's a big year for him, I'm not as worried about him because I think there's still a place for him as that third tall. And we, so you reckon seen, he's actually going to play se- round one? I don't think he'll play round one, but I think there's a place for him moving forward. So today he was more because of the lack of height in the forward yeah. line. He was more cast in as the role of being the the deepest forward. So a, a lot of the time he was starting out of the goal square, not getting too far up the ground, but he what wasn't involved in any real meaningful passages nah. of plays, but he was still there, and we've seen the pressure that Jack can provide when he's been playing in the AFL side, and that's what he was doing along with Zach Fisher and Jack Martin inside forward 50. He got a, laid a few bone-crunching tackles, provided some great chase so, pressure as you, well. You mentioned at one point that he was our deepest forward for the day. Yes, on a number of occasions. All right, so, so that's interesting, I find. On the basis that Mackay's going to play round one, yeah. and so will Casbolt, they'll both play. If you're picking one, you, are you picking McGovern or Silvani? Well, I'd personally... I mean, my my personal opinion is Silvani you want to easily. See, you you want to see Mitch McGovern play but, or have some minutes running around somewhere I'm team before McGovern. you can consider picking him. Look... When McGovern, look, I think there's there's no doubt McGovern has a higher ceiling. There's we, there's and more to work with there. McGovern. But I just think you know McGovern had his chance last year. He was he did he mm. wasn't great towards the end of the year. Silvani looked really good in 2020. I mean he was sorry no, sorry yeah. 2019. He was, he was superb in 2019. 2019. Jack Silvani was huge. He didn't get a chance to play last year because of injury. Zach uh, Merritt. If he can, yeah that. That that thing, I, I don't I don't want him steady. I, I think we're gonna have I think we're gonna be talking a lot about Zach Merritt at the back end of the year. So yeah, let's steady. Yes. <laughs> Hang on, is this an early bolts bomb? No, 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 no. Um, oh. I'm still tearing down my Ollie Wines posters. <laughs> so. But yes, uh, uh, Jack Silvani. No, we we do want to see him, and I actually would go with him ahead of Mitch McGovern. I'm probably. Probably going to cop a little bit for saying that. I, I, I reckon I'm going to cop more by saying McGovern. I reckon? Reckon, I reckon the gen, the average Carlton supporter would prefer to see Silvani in the team. Well, I certainly would. Yeah, I, I'd love to see him. I feel team. like McGovern, Team McGovern's minority. Uh, so I think we'll make a poll out of it. I don't mind the poll. See where, yeah, where people are thinking. I, I don't mind McGovern that at all. v Silvani. Don't mind that at all. Now, just before we wrap it up. We've heard a bit about Zach Williams and Jack Martin rotating oh, between the midfield and the forward line. Now, 
I think that raised a couple of eyebrows. Yeah, work today. Zach or Williams just stacked in the Zach Williams line. in the forward line. I don't mind it. He brings chaos. What? Zaza, that's what we call him down Zaza, here. Zaza, yes, footy I podcast. don't mind. I don't mind that nickname, Zaza. Yeah, well, it worked today. They waxed a little bit forward midfield time. Jack Martin, obviously, we saw all that he can do last year, bringing oh, that God. pressure. And if he if he tackles you, you stay tackled, Jack Martin. And Zach Williams too brings that pressure elite kick, knows how to find the space and can really run around and make sure that you are being hit up and he'll he will let you know that he's there too. Yeah. Just watching him and listening around today, he has plenty of voice about him as well. Yeah, I'm very excited for Williams. I now, love Jack Martin. We're gonna well. end the show in a minute, but we can't forget our Twitter post. We asked Blue Baggers to send us in discussion points, questions comments, whatever they'd really like. I'm going to read some out. Very quick responses here from you two. Uh, first one is from Tracy Reed. I'm 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 singing it's beginning to look like Christmas in my head, yet it ain't Christmas. Dow, OMG, did you see his sidesteps and how friggin' clean he was with the ball? OMG, I loved it. Go, you good thing. Tracy, we love it. We love the feedback and uh, good to see that you're getting around Paddy Dow. It was amazing. It was an amazing start. For Paddy Dow. That's all it was. It was an amazing start. Long may he continue on an upward trajectory because he presents, and I wrote this in my season preview. You can check it out on www.theinnersanctum.com.au. He adds a point of difference to this very one pace midfield. Okay. And if he can cement his spot in this best 22, we'll be going wonders. Okay, next one from Lawrence. Uh, why is our game plan going forward to go long to a contest? Surely now with better mids, they must start lowering their, lowering their eyes. Bombers look better than us with forward 50 entries. I'll just very quickly say before I let you step in, Harrison, I thought they did lower their eyes today. I saw oh, a lot of it was a, bit a lot of targets being hit. I know. The two critics we had last year, there wasn't a lot of forward presence, and we did have a lot of injuries today. So in terms of going forward, it was a bit harder for them. The other thing is we just still let teams tra- like score in a lot of space, which I don't love. I still think there's a few tweaks from the coaching point of view, um, but we'll, well see early in the year how well, they go defending. Michael, it's, 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 it's not the defend the defenders aren't the issue. It's just team defence. It's Michael Caravola. Hope I uh, pronounced that correctly. Tweeted, didn't get a chance to watch the game, but do you think our issues from last year have been addressed with five goal with five goal goal swings? It's, see, I, the way we play invites those goal swings. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Have we addressed that, do you think? I, it didn't look like it. It didn't look like it early on. Early on, it looked like as soon as Essendon got it over the wall, they were off to the races. We did tighten it up a little bit in the second half of the game, but again, as I said, these types of games, not everyone's going at 100%. You can't really tell. You can't yeah. take much away, but you can't really tell. You'd okay. you'd look at it and you'd think that with the types of players that we've brought in, with the likes of Saad, Williams, Fogarty, who played really well today. Fogarty. It's just going to be something that is the biggest watch on yep. Carlton this year. Now, two more topics I'm going to bring forward, and then we're going to come to a close. First one is from Michael. Where do you see Ed Kerno playing in 2021? I missed today's game, but I hear he played on a wing, and I wonder whether his skill level is good enough to play there long-term. Jono, you were there. Yeah, this, one was, on this? this one was really, really interesting. Um, friend of the show, Nick, Nick Neg pointed it out. Um, 
to say Negropontis, that. Negropontis, yes. shout out. Good man. Um, he, he was playing on the wing, as was um, Jack Nunes, and Will Setterfield was also pushing up off half back to play on a wing a little bit. It was a real interesting one. Look, I don't I don't like it. I think Ed Kerno's very, very good at what he does, and that is being a clearance specialist stopper. That is very, very good at what he does, and I think Ed's at the point in the career. We, we saw the last time that they tried to change up his role. It didn't really work. We know it is one would So just is. basically chuck him in the middle? Just basically keep him in the midfield, put him on the opposition's best player. That's Ed's best spot. I agree. Okay. I would not have him anywhere near the wing. Two more points that I'm going to read out together because they sort of correlate. First one is from Lawrence. I think we are a Ruckman short. Deconing injured. If Pitto goes down, we're in trouble. Agree. What do you guys think? Now, this one ties in with a question from Brett Maximovich. He says, who is your pick for the final list spot? Not a big Moore fan, but I think his ability to pinch hit in the ruck gets him over the line. Now, Completely agree. So, yeah. essentially, him and Tom McDonald, do you Oscar. think... Sorry, Oscar... Tom. Um, Oscar McDonald and uh, Callum Moore, they're going for that final spot. Do you think yeah, maybe and, and he's right? Mar. Well, Xavier Mar didn't play today. Xavier Mar did didn't play today, no. Neither did and, Ben Crocker, who yes. was um, reported during the week that he lit it up in the Carlton Intra Club and might be looking at... Look, I think I think it's Callum Moore's spot to lose. He played well today, pinched in the ruck, and again, also at both ends of the ground. Didn't finish the game. He left early with a calf, but out of all the... You got, don't reckon out, they out may of, bring in Oscar and play him in the ruck if needed? I don't think so. I think Oscar's... I, um, I think it'll be Callum Moore. I think it'll be Callum Moore who'll get another year on the list. Now, while, while we're sort of talking about that, uh, during the... During the tennis, I spoke to one of the um, one of like the journo's there, who's quite involved in footy, um, and he said that he heard Ben Crocker's a fair chance to get the spot. He said that he's been unbelievable from what they've seen. Uh, played really, really well. Obviously, four goals, I think it was in the in the intra club. Mm. Has trained the house down, and he heard he's a pretty good chance. Now, I would have thought the fact that he didn't play today probably means. He isn't the best chance. Yeah, look, I think I think today by looking at by the fact that he didn't play today, you'd have to say that he is a bit of a is a bit of a way, way back behind the likes of like more, an outside more, chance, maybe. more an Oscar McDonald. But look, looking at the way we sit now, we've got one vacant spot open at the moment. Now, if depending on what happens with Charlie and with Nick Newman, a spot might open up mid year. I was going to say that they also, chuck Newman. It, they, why wouldn't they put Newman on the long term if he's out for sixteen weeks? Put him on the long term and bring both McDonald and Moore in, or bring in that just writes off his year well, yeah, back pocket. Cade Simpson. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't think they'll look to no. do that, especially because a Newman's contract is only is only he only signed a one year contract at the end no. of last. My, year. my theory with the list spot is I think Cal Moore would get used more than Ben Crocker if they're both on the list. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You're right, because they'll probably... They'd rather bring in, like, a Honey. You'd rather give Honey a game over Crocker. You'd rather give Honey or Owies a game over Crocker. Disappointed Honey didn't play. I forgot about Honey. Yeah, why didn't he play today? really disappointed he didn't play. Well, hang on. So then he's another one with Kennedy. Owies Another fit one. Oh, well, that's true. Well, hang on. Who said... Someone said the other day, Kennedy is the only player... Probably the only established. Or, I don't know. 
None of the first-year boys played today, so Corey Durden didn't play, Jack Harrell didn't play, Luke Parks True. didn't play. True, so a lot yeah. of our young... Okay, okay, so still, there was a lot Sorry, of players Sorry, we didn't mention this list. earlier on, guys. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of players in our list who are fit who didn't play. It wasn't just Matt Kennedy. Yes. Okay, so that's a little bit... A little bit more He was the only one that's played over one game to not play. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Blue Baggers, it's been an absolute pleasure. Now, welcome back. Season two of the show kicked off today. We're going to do a full comprehensive season preview before the season begins, but we may do that after next week's uh, episode after the St. Kilda game. So we'll get together again next week following what is hopefully a win against the Saints. We should be back at the footy next Thursday night. Which is huge. It's huge. Now... Big things to come in 2021. Hoping to get the show up on YouTube if we can uh, sort out a last-minute camera studio combination. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Pre-game next week, aisle seven at the bar there. That's where I'll be having a drink. Aisle seven, okay. What, what this, <laughs> What's on the... tap? Yeah, we'll see what Eddie what has section? got. Oh, well, usually it depends where the tickets are. We're okay. usually around seven, though. Yeah, okay, mm. okay. Blue baggers. We'll see you then next week. Carlton St. Kilda will do a wrap-up and then a full season preview. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Blues Footy Podcast. They know that they've been playing against the famous old-